so wonderful to celebrate all that's going on there. This morning, I just want to look back, take a look back at some of what the Lord has been doing over recent years, and then I want to talk a little bit about what we believe the Lord wants to lead us into, and then I'm going to hand over to Chuck Freeland, who's going to fill out that picture. Can you believe it's six years since we laid out the five emphases at Uh, the NLC in 2016, and we said these are the five pedals we believe the Lord wants us to press on as a movement, and um, this is a moment really to celebrate what has happened, what the Lord has done in these areas, and so I'm just going to quickly review those. Debbie and I talked about health and growth, pressing on the pedal of health and growth of churches, and we said that begins with the health and indeed the growth of the pastors, and so we invested in some stuff. We've now got over 50 coaches We also have 24 spiritual directors who've been trained. We also have 12 more uh, currently in training. uh, Soul Spa retreats uh, have been especially beneficial to some pastors who may not have otherwise made it, perhaps. And there are so many resources which have been created in communications, things like the skim, stories, on and on, and all of which have contributed to the health of the movement. We talked about planting more churches, We stated our desire for vineyard people and vineyard churches everywhere. And some people, sorry, and for anyone who wants to be part of a vineyard to not have far to travel in order to be uh, able to find one. Why? Because we need all kinds of churches to reach all kinds of people. And some people will find Jesus, will thrive in their faith and their calling to extend the kingdom of God at best in a vineyard church. Since then, unity between the church planting team and the regional team and area leaders is stronger than ever. The Multiply team has done a tremendous job overhauling the church planting discernment process and pre-launch training, so churches planted in the last few years are much more likely to do well. And in the last six years, we have planted 34 churches. And seven churches have planted 14 multi-site locations, so that's 48 new worshiping communities. We talked about developing tomorrow's leaders. We stated our ongoing commitment to investing in the development of translocal leaders and developing leaders within our churches, pastoral staff members, church planters, through initiatives including Hub. And since then, that has grown to nearly 400 students in 18 locations. The pandemic actually helped us increase in our digital literacy, and that's paved the way to more efficient training models, and we developed the digital training platform that was very timely, significantly increasing the reach for training large numbers of people. We talked about worship and our desire to see a great worship leader in every church, and the uh, vineyard continuing to be a passionate worshiping tribe. And so, so many things have happened. Worship retreats, worship leaders intensive, song summits, what is worship, webinars, Zoom calls, have all invested in those involved in worship. And we see a growing passion and expectation in worship and a greater breadth of worship leaders from different ages and from different cultures across the family. Lastly, we talked about kingdom impact, which basically breaks down into three sections. First of all, people coming to faith. We said, let's not just be reshuffling the Christian pack. We actually want to reach out with the gospel. Secondly, impacting our communities, not least through Uh, things like compassion ministries, and then thirdly, the kingdom of God breaking in supernaturally into the present. 
And those things are lived out in the local church. And we're so thrilled that even in the most restricted times, like the last couple of years, we've seen churches and individuals step out in creative ways to lead people to Jesus, to respond compassionately to the needs around them. And indeed, what your churches, our churches did was was absolutely tremendous through the pandemic and came to the attention of the prime minister who actually referred to it in his Easter message. And also to minister in the power of the Holy Spirit. And our vision was summed up in this little phrase, extending God's kingdom together, everywhere, in every way. And that vision hasn't changed. We are thrilled at what has happened. The Lord has evidently been with us as a movement. We're at a juncture now as we look ahead The five emphases are much more established now in our culture, so now we feel it's a a time to refocus. And, you know, undoubtedly the pandemic has made this for many the most challenging two years of their leadership life. And we want to recognize and honor every one of you who has led through this time, small group leaders and kids team and worship leaders and compassion ministry, youth leaders and pastors and every other descriptor of someone who's led through this season. And we want to recognize this has taken its toll and yet we also recognize it's not a time to just lick our wounds but rather to recognize that God is at work. There is a fresh spiritual openness in our nations During the pandemic, the Daily Mail reported on a poll by Savanta Comres, whose findings were just astounding. Here's a couple of notable things. 51% of the 18 to 34-year-olds polled said they pray at least once a month. 49% of that age group attend a place of worship every month, enhanced, no doubt, by the availability of services online. Now, it doesn't specify which God they pray to or which kinds of places of worship they attend, but it's still amazing. Half of 18 to 34-year-olds are praying and attending a place of worship each month, compared to a far smaller percentage of the over 55s. Now, even if the reality is like half, wow, even if the reality was half of that, I think that is still hugely encouraging. Times of uncertainty are often times of spiritual openness. Now is not a time to shrink back from, and shrink our expectations of what the advances of the church, the advance of the kingdom of God might look like. James Rankin and Paul Lowe, who just saw then on the stage, did a podcast, a number of fantastic podcasts from Multiply. I'd encourage you to listen to those. One was with Ed Stetzer, who I think profoundly spoke into the moment that we are in. He talked back about 1968, a year in which there was a move of God, there was a move with a church, Calvary Chapel, led by Chuck Smith. Across the USA, there was the civil rights movement at its peak. Martin Luther King was assassinated that year. There was also, I didn't know this, but a huge epidemic across America at the time, the flu epidemic. And this is what Ed Stetzer said. God used the moment we were in to refocus us on the mission we are on. He said, if vineyard churches will seize the evangelistic opportunity now and the multiplication opportunities in the coming season, we could see a great harvest. It could be 1968 all over again. 
That refreshed focus on church planting and mission is, I think, key to the vineyard's future. And I believe in God's providence, this moment could indeed be a time when God engages the vineyard in greater mission through multiplication. This is a reset moment. It's a reset moment for the world, for our nations, and also for us as a movement. Questions are being asked by people. And we know, don't we, the answer to most of those questions is Jesus, right? And, you know, the truth is we value every part of the body of Christ, but we do have a place to take to play our part in the story. No one else can do that for us. And we know that God has many people who will be reached and discipled through a local vineyard church. So it's imperative that we continue to press on the focuses of health and growth of our existing churches, on planting more churches and sites, and developing leaders at every level within our churches to facilitate that. As I said, with 34 new church plants and 14 new sites, multi-sites, 48 worshiping communities have been established in the last six years. That is absolutely wonderful. Having said that, there is always the reality, and this has been the case for the last couple of decades, that each year some churches close for a whole variety of reasons. And as we look ahead at the next five years, there is a key factor we need to be very aware of, and that is that as many as one in four of our churches will need to appoint a new senior pastor in the majority of cases because the current pastor is heading towards retirement. Many new appointments are happening successfully, but also many churches have no internal successor and they're not finding recruiting one externally straightforward. So to move in the direction the Lord has called us to, what do we need to do? Significantly increase our development of leaders who will be equipped to strengthen the church they're in as volunteer leaders or as staff members, to take over from existing retiring pastors, plant sites or to take over sites and plant new churches. And going forward as a leadership team, we believe that multiplication and leadership development is, is key. It is the invitation that God is setting before us. As Debbie and I look ahead, look at the next three to five years, we sense the Lord leading us into a season of acceleration. Let's imagine we're here again in three years' time at the VLG 2025. We would love then to be celebrating a bulging pipeline of leaders who feel called to plant churches or sites or take on transitioning churches or significant roles on church staff teams. When a pastor moves on through retirement or any other reason, there will be a choice of successors available within that church or within the movement to take that church on. That many new churches have been planted and the number of plants per year is growing significantly. And that the number of churches and sites across the movement is growing and those churches are growing in health and in size. And five years from now, more of all those four, and accelerating in pace. So what would it take to get there? Well, some things remain unchanged. The why and the what don't change, but we can be sure that the how will need to. 
James Rankin and the Multiply team have been so helpful seeing these possibilities and urging us all to engage in this challenge of multiplication. And as we discussed and prayed together as a leadership, there was a recognition that Chuck and Taryn Freeland have strategic gifts and significant experience which could really help us all across the nations. And we've all seen the planting, we've seen the growth of many new sites and so on and churches in Scotland. And it became clear to us in the Holy Spirit that we should ask them to help us all focus on how we can multiply leaders and churches in all the nations of the UK and Ireland. So their role is to help us all align what we're doing to move in the direction we believe the, court, the Lord is calling us to as a movement. We believe this is really a significant moment for a significant step change. This is not a gentle tweaking around the edges of what we're doing, but really stepping into a whole new season. This is quite a watershed week, really, for us as a movement. And it's going to take significant investment of energy, of time, and indeed of money. And that's why we're taking the offering this evening. That's what it's going to be invested in. And so we're excited about what Chuck is going to share with you now. Would you please welcome Chuck Freeland? Good morning. Special hi to the people online, including my mum. Uh, it's lovely to have you with us. We're thrilled that you're able to share in what's happening in the room with us. Um, so as John has laid out, uh, there is a huge need for us to find and to train as many leaders as we possibly can. And that need exists because we want our churches to be as fruitful and strong and resilient as they possibly can be. You know, I've been saying throughout the last couple of years, and I believe it more strongly than ever, we've never known a greater opportunity for the gospel than we're experiencing right now. And so we want our churches to be able to reach into that opportunity and take hold of it in every sense. And so we need more and more leaders to be able to achieve that. But also we need more leaders because all of us at some point in time will get to the point where we want to retire and we want to hand on the responsibilities that we have, whatever those might be, to people who are younger than us, have more energy than us, and, and we want them to be a safe pair of hands. We want our legacy to be in safe hands. And so we need leaders for that too. And lastly, we need a whole load of leaders because we want to plant hundreds of churches all over the place. And, uh, and so for all of those reasons, we have been collaborating and conspiring and strategizing and dreaming and planning with the leadership team and with the regional and area leaders and with the multiply team and with the network tribes and all kinds of other stakeholders to get to a point where we are ready to announce some huge and significant changes to the way that we develop and train leaders for our movement. And just... Let me say this first of all. If you're in the room today or if you're joining us online and you have a sense of call to leadership, whatever that means and in whatever context you think God is calling you to and whether you're happy with that call or you're wrestling with that call or you're running away from that call, what I really hope that you hear from us today is we need you. We really need you. We need you to step up. We need you to take your place. 
We need you to, to kind of turn your back on fear or, or um, false humility or whatever it is that's holding you back. We need you to take your place. I was just praying this morning and I was reminded of a little plaque that we have in our spare room where my mum is currently residing. Uh, and it says this, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it. And <laughs> maybe this morning you just need to hear, this is, maybe you've been asking the Lord, Lord, is this you or is this just what I had for dinner last night? You know, like what? what? And I just want to say, it's really important. We need you to fulfill the call of God on your life. And so we are going to be uh, announcing some huge changes. The, the truth is that if you are a young person in a youth group or you're a young woman just graduating from university or you're working in a bank or a supermarket or a call centre or whatever and you have a sense of call to leadership and perhaps even pastoral ministry and you go to your senior pastor or pastor in your church who you know and you say, Hey, I just have a sense of call to be a pastor. Like, how do I find my way there? Like, what's the route? Then at the moment, there are 130 different answers to that, to that question. Like, you know, like, um, uh, whichever church you're part of has its own route. And, and that's not wrong. That's not bad. We're all here because we came through those various routes. And it just blows my mind to think about how you know, the vineyard used to fit into like one or two front rooms in the UK. And now look at it. And it makes me want to weep when I see, you know, this is the second room full of leaders we've experienced this week. Uh, it's just so brilliant. But our sense is that for this moment, the invitation is uh, two things, really. An invitation towards greater clarity and an invitation towards greater depth. So let me just unpack that. Greater clarity. So what we're hoping for, and I hope after this morning you would agree with this, we're hoping for a pathway to ministry that anyone can remember and, and that you could write on the back of a cigarette packet or maybe if you don't smoke, a napkin or something like that. We're hoping that it's a really a, a clear way. Like, how do I find my way into ministry? It's really simple. It's these five steps. Uh, also, greater depth. We're hoping that, that we can really increase the intensity of our training to the degree that we're forming whole and uh, stable and solid, visionary, passionate, godly leaders who will be able to lead for the long haul. And so uh, that's really where we're going. And so for, I was going to say for the very first time in a public setting, it's the very first time, except for when I said it like three days ago, but apart from those people who we can barely remember now, uh, <laughs> here it is, the Vineyard Ministry Pathway. If we could have that first slide. Now let me just say first of all, just a quick confession. It's probably got the wrong name. Um, so, so, it should really be called something like the main vineyard ministry pathway because uh, there will always be churches that, that are creative, innovative, passionate about raising leaders who will, find, who will create their own routes for people into ministry. And so it should maybe be called the, 
main vineyard ministry pathway. And then let me also say, it's probably the, the word ministry might be confusing to some people too, because you might say, well, I work in a school or I work in a hospital, or, and my sense is that my ministry is in that place. And we would all want to say, yeah, amen, we totally agree with that. And so um, this ministry pathway is primarily for people who feel called to pastoral ministry or some kind of leadership in the church, but absolutely not exclusively. And so it should maybe be called the main vineyard ministry of all different kinds, especially um, people who feel called to pastoral ministry pathway. But that's not as catchy. So we'll just stick with what we had. The Vineyard Ministry Pathway. So what I'm going to take you through now is the, the five steps of the Vineyard Ministry Pathway. I've got my little clicker here. Well, it's not that little. Uh, let's try it. Okay, so here we go. Uh, step number one. I wonder where I am on my notes. Okay, so step number one is Vineyard Leadership Essentials. So, so um, this is a, a video-based um, local church run, off-the-shelf course, uh, foundational leadership course available to be run in all vineyard churches. So it's, it's kind of building on the success of Hub and drawing so many of the uh, excellent content out of that, but we're changing the model and we're changing the way it works. So vineyard leadership essentials is the first step. The second step is uh, we are launching today a brand new leadership training college for the whole of our movement. Uh, and yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting. So it's based on a prototype that we've been running in Scotland for the last five years, but we're upscaling to the degree where it's really scary uh, and really exciting. So uh, the Vineyard Leadership College. The next thing is Vineyard Launch Training, which is already exists. John already mentioned that. It's an intensive learning environment, supportive environment for people who are just about to plant a church or they're just about to step in as the senior pastor of an existing church. Uh, so that's step number three. Step number four is theological training. And we, we see the significance and the importance of theological training to be critical to the long-term health and success of our pastors and our churches. And so that's an important step. And then the last one is vineyard support, which is all of the things that we already do and more to make sure that our pastors don't feel isolated or alone. They feel deeply supported by the vineyard family. And of course, those steps, they look like steps and we're communicating them as steps, but often people do them all at the same time or entirely in the wrong order. And that's just because that's the way we are, that we're the vineyard, right? So that's how it works. <laughs> now, you might ask, like, where are you getting this stuff from? You know, like, have you just invented this thing off the top of your heads? Is, it, um, is, is there anywhere where you've seen this working before? And... Um, the truth is that it is based on a model that we've been operating with in Scotland for the last five years. I, I don't know um, how much you know about our, our, our church. Uh, around and about, lots of people say to us, oh, it sounds amazing what's happening in Scotland. And it's like, yeah, it is really cool. It's also the closer you get to it, the more you realise it's a bit fragile and, and so on. But uh, the Lord has been doing something really exciting. So, so in our church... Um, about 10 or 11 years ago, we sensed the Lord uh, giving us this word to spread out, 
to spread out, to spread out. And, and so we were meeting in one location, then that grew to two, which grew to four, which grew to six, and we're now meeting in eight different locations all around the northeast of Scotland. And then about five years ago, we sensed the Lord increasing a, a sense of urgency, a burden for church planting. And so, uh, again, we were just giving away more leaders and, we, uh, and we've planted a whole bunch of churches around and about Scotland over the last five years. But what that's resulted in, that journey of spreading out and spreading out and spreading out, it's resulted in uh, a church where there are gaps everywhere. You know, you don't get to give away lots of leaders and not think, oh my goodness, where are the replacements going to come from? And so uh, we've been working really hard on a whole bunch of this kind of stuff to enable and facilitate what we felt God was calling us to do. And so I'm just going to put up some numbers here. Uh, we have, roughly speaking, I mean, goodness knows, post-COVID, how many people we've got in our church, but, but roughly speaking, 900 adults in our church. And uh, over the course of the last few years, we've, we've seen about 150 people go through Hub, which is um, the predecessor to Vineyard Leadership Essentials. And everyone has loved it, and it's been universally just so appreciated. And then about 35 people up until... Uh, the end of the last academic year have been through our version of the Vineyard Leadership College. Uh, and again, people uh, hugely transformed, changed by the Lord in, in the process of that. And then as a result of that, we've been able to plant nine churches. And so uh, roughly speaking, about 40% of the people who've been through our leadership college in the last five years have either gone on to plant a church or they've gone on to join the staff of our church in some kind of pastoral position or, or some other context. And so I'm only saying that because I want you to know that this isn't just some abstract idea that we hope will work. This is at least something that has been prototyped in a small way with a smaller contingent of people in our context. And what we're believing is that obviously the whole of the vineyard movement in the UK and Ireland would be something like 30,000 people. And so if you take those ratios and you upscale them in that way, then you, we could begin to imagine literally thousands, maybe four or 5,000 leaders receiving foundational leadership training through Vineyard Leadership Essentials. We could imagine how um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of leaders could, could be going through the leadership college. And then as a result of that, we could be strengthening churches, we could be resourcing churches with all kinds of leaders, and we could be planting perhaps hundreds of churches over the next few years, which we feel deeply excited about. And so we're really praying for that, believing for that. Okay, you're maybe not as excited as we are, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, the problem is, yeah, anyway, I'm going to need to turn behind me because I can't read up there. Um, okay, so first of all, let's talk about Vineyard Leadership Essentials. It's an, like I said, it's an off-the-shelf, video-based, foundational leadership course, and it's available to be run in all Vineyard churches. Now, we know that a whole bunch of churches already run 
those kinds of courses, and it's like, that's brilliant. But we, we really want to resource the churches that aren't currently running those kinds of courses, and so that's exactly what this is for. It works a bit like an alpha course, right? So, so there's 18 sessions, there's about 40 minutes of video content, and then some discussion groups, and because we're the vineyard, all done in the context of worship and ministry and, and hanging out together and maybe even some cake. Um, and often it's like, uh, you know, you, you could run, run it in person, you could run it online, you could run it in a hybrid situation, you could run it as a monthly course over two years, you could run it as a fortnightly course over a year. And uh, uh, maybe you're the kind of person you're wondering, like, what actually is my place? You know, how would I go about finding my way? How would I know what God is calling me to? There's an excellent session all about that in Vineyard Leadership Essentials. Or maybe you're the kind of person, you're responsible for the kids' ministry in your church, and half of your volunteers have disappeared post-COVID, and you're now starting to think, I would love to get better at casting a compelling vision for children's ministry that helps me to recruit people and, and uh, invite people into the adventure of kids' ministry uh, and, and that really helps me to figure out how I might do that really well. That's exactly the kind of thing that this, is, this course is for. And so, uh, just to be clear, Vineyard Leadership Essentials is a replacement for Hub. It's building on Hub, but it's, it works in a slightly different way. And we're hoping that a whole bunch of churches will take it off the shelf and use it in their context. Um, loads of churches have already signed up to do exactly that. Okay, next one, the college. Vineyard Leadership College. It's been a huge amount of work behind the scenes and uh, there are loads and loads of moving parts and it's a huge undertaking in terms of uh, scope and scale, but we're thrilled to be able to launch today the Vineyard Leadership College. Let's watch the video. The scriptures say that those who desire to be leaders desire a noble task. Perhaps that's you. Or maybe the idea of leading others frankly is terrifying to you. But you know in your soul that the Lord has called you to serve him in this way. The leadership college is designed for people accepting like you. We want to help you as you step into the adventure that God is calling you to, as you pursue all that you have been looking for, to press on with courage towards the goal that God has called you to. Whoa! <laughs> Wonderful. So all of these words on the screen right now are important. It's brand new. So it is based on a, a prototype that we've been running in Scotland for the last five years. But uh, we, as a movement, we've never attempted something of this scale before. It's church-based. So this is not about having senior pastors having to send their leaders away somewhere to be trained in some other environment that, that they have no contact with and then they never see those people again. This is providing the resource to enable local churches to invest in their own people, to put their fingerprints all over them and, and to release them into everything that God is calling them to do. It's church-based, it's multi-campus. Um, we're going to start with five campuses around the UK and Ireland, and it, uh, uh, the, the, uh, 
people travel in to those campuses uh, um, on a Thursday. So, so it's a kind of a day release type of a college, one day a week uh, in, a, in a campus environment, the rest of the time serving in local churches. It's multidisciplinary. And so this is not only about planting churches, although we hope some churches will be planted. This is not only about serving the movement by providing the future senior pastors of our movement, but it's equally about resourcing the movement with the future youth pastors, kids pastors, worship pastors, and so on. And we're thrilled about that. And then the last thing is it's for the whole of our movement. So it's available, accessible to you wherever you are in the UK and Ireland. Okay. There are four key elements to this course. And uh, the first thing is uh, it, core content. So this is not only a kind of a warm, fuzzy type of a college. This has real deep, profound content to it. It's, uh, the content is based around the five characteristics of a pioneering leader that have been well established in our movement for some years. And so we're trying to resource the leaders of the next generation with everything that they need to know. Uh, and that includes some modules of theological training. And I'll talk more about theological training later on. Uh, there's a ministry elective. And so, um, like I said, th we're, we're wanting, believing for a, a whole new generation of pastors for all different aspects of ministry within the context of the local church. And so there are gonna be five ministry electives. There's gonna be a kids ministry elective, uh, youth ministry, worship ministry, compassion ministry, and what we're calling pastoral and pioneering leadership. And that, that um, particular part of the course, the elective, makes up about 20% of every Thursday. So there's a ministry elective. Thirdly, there's a practical placement. And we don't want it to only be about information. We want it to be a cycle where you learn things in the classroom that you then put into practice in the local church. And then you uh, do stuff in the local church that raises questions, hopefully, that you then bring back into the classroom to find answers for. So there's a practical uh, placement element to it. And then the last part of it is a personal mentor. And so... Um, the whole thing is designed to work a bit like a pressure cooker, you know, a year-long pressure cooker where there's heat and pressure and, and you know, it, all of my issues and past hurts and wounds are coming to the surface and they're more easily accessed. And then at that point, the personal mentors step in and help each student to process exactly what it is that they need to process before the Lord. And so what you can see there is... It's a partnership between the campus, between the movement and the local church. Uh, and, and the local church and the movement working together to develop and train the next generation of leaders. Uh, when we talked about this thing in the leadership team, there was a real sense that we should stretch as far as we possibly can, like to, to go as big as we possibly could. Go big or go home, right? And, and so uh, we've stretched this thing in its kind of first phase to as many campuses as we could possibly imagine. And this is the location of them. We felt it was prophetically important to have a campus in every nation of our movement. And so there'll be a campus in Scotland, one in Wales, one in Ireland, and uh, uh, two in England, based in Aberdeen and Belfast and Cardiff and Nottingham 
and London at Riverside Vineyard, and we're thrilled about that. Um, uh, for those people who live further away, obviously some people will live really, really close to those campuses. If you live further away, then uh, the, the, the model that we've been working with in Scotland is that you can uh, travel perhaps once a month in person to your local campus, and then the rest of the time you're joining in a hybrid learning environment. And we found that that's worked hugely positively. We've had people traveling three or four hours to come to their nearest campus, and they've loved to do that, and they've also found it totally uh, great to be joining online as well. I keep losing my place in my notes. Okay. So, oh, next one. Uh, so you can see there, roughly speaking, this is how the Thursdays would play out. And so as people come in to their local campus on a Thursday, uh, the mornings are about worship and ministry. And then all of the leaders who are within the geographical reach of, uh, geographical reach of each campus will be investing in and teaching into those local students. And then after lunch, it's the kind of the opportunity for those students to connect with their tribe, so all of the worship tribe gathering together across all of the campuses, all of the youth ministry guys gathering together and so on. And then in the, finally in the afternoon, an opportunity for the very best leaders of our movement to get their hands all over our emerging leaders. And so I'm thinking about the mighty Mumfords and, and the, the, the you know, uh, inimitable Steve Nicholson. And I, I'll, I'll drop the adjectives, but you know, James Rankin and John and Debbie Wright and uh, all these kinds of people. Uh, just an opportunity. Uh, and we feel so excited about that, that, that we're, because of technology and post-COVID and all that stuff, we're able to really bring to bear our strongest, most anointed, most gifted leaders to really invest in, in our uh, future leaders. The costs, let me just talk briefly about the costs. Um, let me say, this is an absolute bargain. Uh, and uh, just before I tell you what the price is, it's an absolute, it's an absolute bargain. It's a one-year course. There are three 10 or 11-week terms. There are two residential retreats. Um, there's also an induction week. It's an absolute steal at £99 a month for 12 months. Uh, and so that, just in case your uh, mental arithmetic isn't as strong as it might be, that's £1,188 for the whole year plus a £349 deposit that really just goes towards paying for the residentials. Uh, and I don't know whether that sounds like a little or a lot to you. It works out, roughly speaking, about 1,500 quid. We're hoping that ch local churches who are sending their people to this thing will really get behind them, perhaps take up an offering or whatever. But we also recognise that for some people, um, that's just a totally unmanageable amount. And so we've, uh, there are loads of details on the, the website that's launching today, um, but, but uh, we're, we're mitigating those costs in three different ways. And, and you can, there are loads more details on the website, but for example, if you live further away from a local campus, then you're entitled to apply for a travel subsidy. If, if that 1,500 quid is just an impossible amount, then you can apply for a scholarship, which reduces the cost of the fees by two-thirds. Or even there are some bursaries available, which means that if you are, um, it's like I could never afford to drop a day of my work to be able to take part in this thing. 
we're making it possible. We're, we're, we're going to make it possible for some people to apply for the vineyard movement to essentially buy one day a week of their time to facilitate them taking part in it. And so we, we, we really don't want money to ever be the reason why someone couldn't, couldn't take part in this course. The other thing to say briefly is that lots of people might think, oh, well, that's great, but my boss would never agree to that. You know, like, I, 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 there's no point even asking my boss because they, they would never let me drop a day of my work or rearrange my hours so I could work around that Thursday. And what we would want to say to you is, do not say your bosses no for you, for them. Because our experience in Scotland has been that time and time and time again, when people have approached their boss and said, I don't suppose there could be any way ever that you would ever consider, just even in a month of Sundays, just perhaps making it possible for me. And, and, and their bosses have said, of course. We would, you know, we would see that as part of your ongoing professional development. We would love to make that possible for you to do that. And so don't ever say your boss is no for you. And so... Uh, I'm thrilled to be able to say that a prospectus for the Vineyard Leadership College is available in the room today for you to pick up if you're in the room. It'll be available on the website too for you to download if you're watching from home. And from right now, applications for the Vineyard Leadership College are open. That's cool. Okay. Oh, I need to click. Okay, yeah, there you go. I've clicked again, and now you can see my face. You poor people online. I'm so sorry that you've not been able to see my face for several minutes now. Um, vineyard launch training, like I said, is, is a, a ministry that already exists. The Multiply team run absolutely spectacular training to um, give church planters or uh, uh, people just about to step into pastoral ministry in, in the senior chair, uh, really great. It's like, this is what you need to know for right now. And there's an intensive learning uh, week uh, and then follow-on cohorts and, and opportunities for people to um, stay in a supportive and encouraging community at the same time as learning everything that they need for the season ahead. And, and um, we're thrilled about that. Okay, step number four is theological training. And we really believe that for the long-term health of our movement and for our churches, we want to see as many pastors as possible have really rigorous and robust theological training. And we know that a whole bunch of people have already studied with Vineyard Institute, which is fantastic. And we're working behind the scenes to make our offering in terms of modular theological training even stronger in the coming months. And there'll be more to hear about that as, as uh, you know, we get to a point where we're able to announce that. Alongside that, um, we also uh, are announcing today a brand new partnership with WTC. So, oh, there you go. Some people are excited about that. Okay, so I'm going to say what it is. I have no idea what it stands for. It used to stand for Westminster Theological Centre, but I don't think it stands, I think it just stands for WTC now. Anyway, so, so uh, WTC is a theological training college. It it's, uh, has an excellent reputation and is growing all the time. Um, they offer only part-time 
academically accredited courses, and almost all of them have the word kingdom in the title, which is why we feel so able to recommend them. So, so you can do a degree in kingdom theology with WTC. You can do a uh, higher education certificate or a postgraduate diploma or a master's in kingdom theology, and we, we're thrilled to be able to commend them from this point and to say we, we would thoroughly recommend them as a, a, a training institution, and we're hoping that that will become a a really well-worn path between the vineyard and WTC. And it, as much as we're excited about our partnership with them, they're excited about their partnership with us, and so it's going to be great. And you can visit their stand in the marketplace this afternoon. Oh, some people are excited about that. And finally, vineyard support. So we never want our pastors to feel isolated or alone. If you have been in our movement for any length of time at all, then you will know that John and Debbie in particular are passionate about the health of our churches and the health of our pastors. And so there's been a huge amount of investment over the last five or six years in all, all kinds of things that John mentioned that really um, uh, help and support those who are in pastoral ministry, as well as others who are leading in various other ways. So the regional area structures, the spiritual formation, spiritual direction and, and soul spa retreats, teams of trained coaches, um, the emeritus pastors, this huge wealth of resource and wisdom from people who have, you know, handed the baton on at the end of their time as leading churches and so on. Now they're available to support other pastors in our movement. Uh, the network tribes and the mentoring system that's run by the Multiply team. And so we already have these things. They're brilliantly led, beautiful ministries, and we're thrilled to be able to commend them to you. Oh, there you go. So let me just summarise, uh, and then I'll hand over to Taryn. Uh, here's the five steps. And like I said, they don't always come in the same order. In fact, we have a number of people in our church who did all of them at the same time in less than a year. Uh, but you could do them uh, over the course of several years if that was uh, what you felt the Lord was calling you to do. So Vineyard Leadership Essentials, an off-the-shelf, video-based leadership, foundational leadership course available to be run in all churches. Vineyard Leadership College, a brand new training institution for our movement available on five different campuses around the UK and Ireland. Uh, Vineyard uh, Launch Training, imminent uh, training for people who are imminently going to be planting churches or leading churches, um, vineyard theological training, and then vineyard support. Let me just say briefly, there's a seminar this afternoon for those people who are in the room. If you have got questions about anything that I've talked about this morning, we, we would love to hear them. And in fact, in your uh, program, in the program, there's an email address. If, if you wouldn't mind just emailing that email address, if you already know what your question is, and then we can just figure out exactly how we answer those questions in the best possible way. So it's this afternoon, two o'clock, in a room somewhere. I forget where. Let me just finally introduce you to some friends of mine, because this isn't something, like I said, that we thought up off the top of our heads. This is, this is a pathway that people have been through. And so first of all, here's Don. Don was 27 when he set foot on the first step of the ministry pathway. And I can remember 
the point where he applied for the college, which was like about 10 minutes before it started. I mean, it was really, really close to the wire. He'd been talking and thinking about church planting for years, but suddenly he felt an acceleration in his heart. And, and so he was like, I'm going to have to do it right now. And so we were able to get him onto the course. And within three months of finishing the, the leadership college, he'd moved th- four hours travel time across the the exact opposite side of Scotland, and he and his wife, Abby, planted Inverclyde Vineyard, and that we are so proud of them. They're doing an absolutely amazing job. (laughs) Next one, here's Brenda. Brenda has always been, uh, for many years, one of our key leaders, but she wanted to just step further up and further in in her leadership journey, and so she did Vineyard Leadership College and the rest of the pathway, and then she, she now runs the Alpha course in all eight of our locations across our church, as well as being a volunteer pastor. That's Brenda. Here's Jill. Jill uh, uh, was in her late 30s, And she was like, I don't know why, I don't even, I'm really wrestling with the idea that I might be a leader, but I know that I have to do this course. And shortly after she completed the course, she became our communications manager and she's doing an amazing job. And if you're watching Jill, you are absolutely brilliant. Okay, here's Larice. Larice is a consultant gynecologist. She couldn't imagine how her bosses would ever facilitate her doing the leadership college, but she approached them and they were pleased to make that uh, time available to her. And so she did the leadership college with her husband, Neil. And then two weeks ago, we laid hands on them and commissioned them as the planting pastors of Discovery Vineyard in Dundee. And again, we're immensely proud of them. Here's Johnny. Johnny, his work went a bit squirrely during lockdown and he was like, I'm just going to do the leadership college. I think that's what I need to do next. And he is now the young adults pastor in our church and again, just doing an amazing, amazing job. And then lastly, here's Kirsty. Kirsty, you know you meet people and they have absolutely no idea how brilliant they are. And, 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 and so she came on the college kicking and screaming uh, and the college for her and the pathway was a journey of discovering who it was that God had made her to be. And she is now one of our site pastors uh, and just absolutely killing it. And so we're so proud of her too. And so my, my point is, these are some people, a small number of people who've been through this pathway as it's been established and prototyped in Scotland. We are praying for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people all from all the four corners of our movement, and maybe you are one of them. Taryn. Yeah.